Dear Cheap Astronomy A rubble pile asteroids easier to mine Rubble pile asteroids are a collection of rocks that have accreted together under their mutual gravity but the object they form isn't massive enough for gravity to compress it into one unified object. Instead, the rocks that gather together remain as individual rocks. So, from a mining perspective, that's an advantage in that you could just pick up individual rocks without needing drilling or explosives. However, from a prospecting perspective, it's a disadvantage since a rubble pile is just a collection of rocks with lots of gaps between them, which makes it hard to estimate from a distance what those rocks are composed of. Our existing classification of asteroids into clay, rock or metal is largely based on measurement of their mass and size, and hence their density, as well as their overall appearance, where shiny ones suggest they're metal and non-shiny ones suggest they're not metal. That is pretty much the level of sophistication we work with. So, a low-density rubble pile that has a patchy appearance could be composed of high-value platinum-palladium ore, or it could just be multiple chunks of clay. You really don't know until you get a close-up view. Rubble pile asteroids are generally small, less than one kilometre in diameter, and they're not just random collections of rocks. It's thought that most rubble pile asteroids are probably accreted debris from an earlier asteroid collision. So where a rubble pile is from a common source, it's likely to have a common composition as well. We've sent spacecraft to various near-Earth rubble pile asteroids, including Ryugu, on which JAXA's Hayabusa 2 landed and collected a sample, and also Bennu, on which NASA's OSIRIS-REx collected a sample without actually landing by just reaching out and grabbing something with an extended arm. The Ryugu sample was returned to Earth in December 2020, and the Bennu sample was returned in September 2023. Incidentally, having sent its sample back to Earth, the renamed OSIRIS-APEX spacecraft is now on its way to do a flyby of the asteroid Apophis in 2029. It's worth noting that Apophis is only 300 metres in diameter, but is not a rubble pile, since it has quite a high density and all the features of a stony silicaceous asteroid. So despite its small size, it's more likely to be a chunk of solid rock than a rubble pile. The asteroid 1998 KY26 that Hayabusa 2 is going on to visit after its encounter with Ryugu is really small at just 30 metres in diameter, but it's spinning so fast that it can't possibly be a rubble pile asteroid either, or it would have spun itself to bits. Itakawa, which the original Hayabusa visited, is peanut-shaped, about 300 metres long, and definitely is a rubble pile, which the original Hayabusa sampled a few grains from and returned them to Earth in 2010. Itakawa is a rubble pile of silicaceous origin, while Ryugu and Bennu are both carbonaceous. In each case, the classification indicates the nature of the primary object or objects that they are post-collision fragments of. But anyway, as far as mining potential goes, none of these rubble pile asteroids 
that we have observed up close have obvious economic value. All of them do have a bit of water, mostly mixed into mineral compounds, which is potentially extractable, but the real value of space-based water lies in its supporting more space travel as a fuel source and a keeping people alive source, rather than being an end in itself. A metallic rubble pile asteroid would be a better mining prospect, though we're yet to positively identify any of those. Of course, the option of indiscriminately crashing lots of rubble pile asteroids on the moon so that you can sort through their remains at your leisure would be great, but attaching a rocket engine to a rubble pile is just going to break up the rubble pile rather than diverting the course of the asteroid. On the bright side, a rubble pile asteroid that might collide with Earth will readily break up in the atmosphere hence spreading and dispersing its kinetic energy before impact. So potentially we could just leave them be, or go visit some to pick off any good bits that have commercial value. It is very likely that asteroid mining will involve a number of different strategies. So we might be spot-picking bits off rubble piles, while any denser objects that need breaking up could be crashed on the moon, and perhaps in the future on Mars.